Welcome to Modern Musings, Conversations with the Maiden, Mother, and Crones. Looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Welcome back. I'm your host, Kristen Hessler, and I'm here today with my co-hosts, Cindy Murray and Amber Garvin. Hi! Hi. This week, we are talking about collections, or the act of collecting. Um, And when I mean that, I mean like a hobby of collecting a specific item in a series or getting all of everything in a series or certain ones uh, that give you interest. And so I thought it would be fun uh, to talk about our different collections. This was actually something that we did in Cub Scouts that was really fun with the kids. Um, We had, uh, that was one of their uh, little badges that they were working on and all the kids were uh, they had to. They were tasked to bring a collection or pictures of their collection. It's almost like a show and tell, mm-hmm. and talk about their collection and why they collected it. And it was really fun. It was fun to discuss it with the kids and see what everybody collected. And so I thought it would be fun for us to talk about our collections. And I also wanted to discuss a couple of other things that go along with collections. Um, what is collecting, what you consider collecting, and the good side and the bad side of collecting, like how much is too much, why are you collecting (laughs) that thing? Yes. We all have, it's it's amazing, (laughs) we do all have our opinions on that, and so I wanted to, you know, just kind of discuss that, so I figured we could kick it off first with um, talking about what our collections are. Um, briefly and then um, I wanted to start with you Amber though because (laughs) you um, of the three of us you probably are the one who is more of a collector your mom was a collector of things oh gosh yes yeah um yes uh, my mother my whole life she collected coca-cola like brand type stuff coca-cola antiques my favorite drink (laughs) Yeah, and uh, she restored them, and uh, her dream was to one day have her own Coca-Cola antique store, or at least a house that had um, just Coca-Cola decorations. Coca-Cola everything? Yeah, Coca-Cola everything, Mm -hmm. and she was getting there before she passed away. She had completely... um, redid her bathroom and turned it into a coca-cola bathroom and she was working on her bedroom before she passed away so um definitely um and it's funny because yeah I collected things here and there when I was a kid like Kristen was talking about kids and stuff like that um like you know little things like coins you know stuff kids collect and it's weird because my mom actually started me collecting stuff because she was a collector. And I remember one day I always looked at my grandmother's teapots and they were actually my great grandmothers. They weren't even my grandmothers and they were ones that had been passed back, passed down antique teapots. And so um, I told my grandma one day, I was like, mama, if you ever don't want the teapots anymore, I'll take them. And my um, mom got it in her head that I liked teapots and wanted to collect teapots. Hmm. So 
every time she went to an antique store or something like that, she would bring me a cool teapot to the point where I'm like, you know what? I do like teapots. So I started collecting teapots. That's cool. And yeah, that's that's how I got into that. And I know it's the most random thing in the world to collect, but over the years, my mom and I had collected some really great teapots. So I want to say like um that's probably the main thing that I collect and I wouldn't have started it if it wasn't for my mom. So now that if I do pick up a new teapot or I see one that I like, I always think about my mom. Yeah. That's, That's cool. I've seen you have some very obscure looking teapots. Oh yeah, I don't too. like just your garden variety china white, teapots. Yeah, china yeah. teapot with flowers on it. I like weird looking teapots. Like <laughs> I have one that is a broccoli. I have one that I have a Shakespeare teapot. And uh, another thing that I've kind of gotten into that stemmed from the teapots is that I had a, I had picked up a Toby teapot. I don't know if anybody knows what Toby is. Toby heads. But the weird faces. Yeah, the weird yeah. faces. Yeah. And um, so I had picked up a Toby teapot and I liked those so much that I have now branched out to like Toby figurines and Toby shot glasses <laughs> and Toby salt and pepper shakers that kind of go with my teapot collection, weird heads and faces. So what are some <laughs> of the other weird things that you collect? Oh, me? Oh, uh, I am, um, you know, I was, uh, I mentioned uh, before we even started recording, I mentioned Cindy because Cindy was like, she, I uh, don't record, I don't collect anything. I'm like, well, you collect craft supplies and I was thinking, but then she says that's functional. Well, I collect books, but aren't books functional? Yeah. Um. But okay, so a weird type of book that I collect, I collect dictionaries. See that? That me, that's is a collection. A collection. That yeah. is a collection. And, okay. And yes. We'll I talk can. about the difference between a functional grouping that you yeah. collect mm -hmm. and something that's really just a collection. So, yeah, so definitely another weird thing that I collect is dictionaries. And then I also collect cameos. Like every time I'm at an antique store, I will pick up something. If I see something cameo, I will pick that up. Right, and if, if you don't know what a cameo is, it's a piece of jewelry from the Victorian era, I believe. Yeah, Victor I believe Victorian era. Yes. It usually yeah. has like a silhouette of uh, like a, a female. woman. Yeah, mm -hmm. usually. Yeah. Uh, very often pink background with a white um, mm -hmm. no, I, debossed. I, I guess. Yeah, yes. yeah, in relief. Debossed, yeah. Or in relief, relief yes. Yeah. And, but I like the weird cameos also. Like I have a skull cameo that I picked up. Oh, that's up. cool. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I like the weird collecting type <laughs> things. Your, so your collection, you could say, um, expresses yourself. And your collection is not just having anything that you see that is a teapot. It's... Yeah, it has to be a weird. Yeah, it has to be a weird teapot. Unique, like, uh, something unique. Yeah, yeah. like mm -hmm. I have one that's like mm -hmm. a... Uh, 
I have one in my bathroom that's like a bathroom teapot. <laughs> it's, it's like a bathroom, so I put it in my bathroom. Oh, funny. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. And then, I'm like a neti pot? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's like it's like a wash basin teapot. So oh, I stuck it in my bathroom. Oh, okay. And then I have a, a computer teapot. I stuck that on my desk, you know. <laughs> so, like I said, it's... um. It's uh, like they're weird. They have to have like a weird shape or a weird color, rainbow, glitter. I don't know. Whatever that makes them stand out. Yes. From the norm. Whatever draws my eye, whether, you know, they're a weird shape, a weird color, mm-hmm. or a weird thing like a broccoli, like I said <laughs> before, or a, a funny head. I want to say, oh, 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 the one that I bought recently was a Benjamin Franklin teapot. That one, oh. I like that one. He's pretty <laughs> Yeah, funny. yeah. Um, I do like that, that one. That, that's my absolute favorite teapot. I have it, like, front and center, nice spot in my house because I love it so much. Well, I, you know, I, my first, um, I guess, exposure to collecting was also with my grandmother. Um, my, I, my grandmother uh, collected the uh what they call moon and stars glass Mm -hmm. which is a an antique type of glass and she had in her house every room was a different colored theme and she would buy whatever kind of glass that she could find for that color oh i love that stuff oh i know it's beautiful vivid vivid colors and it's a little bit different than kristen and i were talking about the carnival glass on Uh, different types of glass i had to tell her about the different depression yeah my mom yeah used to do that to me all the time (laughs) when we would pick stuff up oh this is different this i'm like it's green (laughs) yeah so um but she she collected things like that and so when i was a child um, I admired one of my favorite colors was purple and she had a purple bedroom. So she had purple things. And so, um, when my grandfather passed away, she kind of started downsizing, uh, she sold her home and downsized. And so she started giving away some of those and selling some of those items. And so, um, she started me with, she had a little collection of, bird paperweights they were um blown glass and um and then heavier um I don't even know what kind of glass they were and I think I have maybe two of them left um but she gave those to me and then she gave there were some Victorian slipper um glass things that are part of the moon and stars collections Mm -hmm. and she gave those to my sister um, so that was probably one of the first things that I collected. Um, but I only had a very small collection and my mom would add to it every once in a while, some kind of little bird. It, it was always glass, not ceramics or porcelain, it, it just a glass bird figurines. Um, she did add a couple of like bone, hand carved bone ones to it just cause they were very unusual, but, but mostly just the glass and then um, my grandmother also had a small collection of German teacups. And when we went to her house, we would have coffee. She would make us coffee. And I'm using air quotes there because it was <laughs> um, probably 99% milk. And then she'd put a lo- enough uh, coffee and sugar in it to give it a little discoloration. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's what we drank out of the little tiny German 
china teacups. And so um, she gave those to me. And I, I still have mine. I think my sister lost hers. I'm not sure. But um, but those were kind of some of the things. And oh, and her husband um, collected coins, which I was always fascinated with his coins. But when I was... Um, as I, those were really the only things I collected. Now I would pick up rocks. Uh, when I collected rock, I was really fascinated by geology class and I would mm-hmm. pick up rocks, which a lot of people now call crystals. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I know there's a yeah, distinction there, but, <laughs> but I would find the pretty, I liked the pretty rocks and, you know, so I would find them and, uh, I had small collections of those too, but I didn't really know that much about them or anything. Um, my mother is a hoarder. Um, and so she had many collections of many things and they were, she, she's was the kind of person. And we'll talk about this some more too. Um, if she saw something she liked, she would get every single one of them she could find. So if it was a pair of cute shoes, she would buy it in every color it came in. Um, it, and that that's just what she did with everything. And so she had a lot of things. So I kind of avoided the collection thing for a long time, but just because of that hoarding tendency. Oh, and, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And um, but my at, at some point in my life and, and this has been within the last, you know, 25 years, we um I lived in a house and I somehow wound up with some sunflowers in my kitchen. And so, and this, this is typical of my mother um, and the way that she collects things. And I, and I do want to go back to this and talk about it in a minute. Um, She would see the thing and think, Oh, you like those. And so she would buy me another one. And then she'd buy another and buy and buy (laughs) and buy and buy and to, until, you know, your house is full of something that you Mm -hmm. didn't even intend to collect at all. Mm -hmm. So I, at one point in time had a house full of sunflowers, um, for my kitchen. And, uh, my sister had black and white spotted cows. And now my sister, I think did like the cows, um, but her house was just overflowing with the cows. And that comes back to something we want to talk about, too. When is it too much? You know? Right, right. So yeah. well, when, I mean, when does collecting I, become hoarding? Let, right. We don't have to postpone it. I mean, I already have mentioned in oh. the blog about my two collections, my stamps and, and my coins. So, uh, you know, I haven't really um, invested much in, like, a particular thing i collected barbies when i was a kid you know like the you know yeah the ones the the ones that you put on display oh you yeah the, those um, the ones holiday would, barbies yeah. you know right. what? Mine, but mine i only storage had somewhere. like <laughs> a couple of them and i had them on display it wasn't like an active collection all right. of my active collections were things that my grandmother had purchased for me in excess Yes. Um, and so that's kind of it, it really yeah. like when it's my turn to talk about collections, it, it brings back to that point of, um, you know, is it OK for someone else to buy the things for your collection? Like, do you like them as a gift? If someone got you a teapot and it was the flowery China one, 
would you consider that part of your collection or would that just be like, yay? I, that mm. annoys me because I... Well... You like the act of acquiring well, it yourself. Well, yeah. I, yes? To me, the, to me and, and it, it comes to the, the thing where you define what a collection is. And I think to be an effective collection, it should be very specific mm-hmm. and very limited. Um, when you ha- There is such a thing as too many. Yeah. You yeah. can't own all of one thing. You know, you just you can, can't. But well, yeah. well, yeah. when I went back after my divorce and I decluttered, um, and yes, uh, you were talking about people buying me teapots. Yes, um, my my ex husband did buy me teapots and Ooh. stuff like that, uh, because and he bought me just like whatever he saw because he thought, oh well, she collects it was a teapot. teapot, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so yes, when I went back and decluttered after my divorce and I moved. I got rid. It killed me to do it, but I sold, donated a lot of my teapots and kept the weird ones that I like. Right, right. So your well, collection evolved into this specific right. one instead of yeah. just having a well, bunch and of and that's the way I like. I want to curate a collection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a museum doesn't just acquire every piece of art that comes through its doors. No, they and that and a collection specific. is very much a curation of specific items. And so I want to be the one who curates the items that are in my collection. And um, you know, finding that very rare whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, to me that's important. So the like with the the sunflowers that my mother gave me I wound up with so many sunflowers and my kitchen was overflowing with them. I wound up having to buy new dishes to match the sunflowers because my dishes were not with that theme and it, it -hmm. looked stupid. You know, they were totally opposite colors and everything. And so I really did not want the sunflowers, but what am I going to do? You know, my mom brought me all these sunflowers. So Mm -hmm. she thought she was doing me a favor and I am burdened by her picking things for my collection that I did not want. I completely understand. Like, I would try to get rid of stuff that my mom would buy me, and she would cry. Like, she would would make me feel guilty. Don't you like it anymore? Yeah. I carried Mm -hmm. that stuff around with me for years because... And, you know, maybe I moved so much, maybe, like, something that I didn't like accidentally got broken in the move. Oh, mm-hmm. Mom, I accidentally broke that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, but, yeah. I have some collections that I had collected, you know, acquired. They were not things that I handpicked, um, but they were things that people had purchased for me. Um, when I was a kid, uh, my grandmother used to get me these masks the little ceramic masks that are painted. Oh um, yeah, like I know exactly. Masks. Oh no, no, like, no, just those masks little masks. China, masks. Masks. yeah, little and masks. China. Yeah. Sometimes they were mm-hmm. a full white face. Sometimes they were like Mardi Gras eye mask type shape. I, I apologize that I don't know the types. I look back now and I wish I hadn't gotten rid of those because it had some really beautiful. Yeah, ones. there were some cool ones. And yeah. um, and I've often thought if I was going to collect something, I would probably go back and handpick the ones that I would want to have of those and one of the other things that I used to have um was um I think my aunt Patsy had been purchasing them for me they were um like merry-go-round type horses on 
It's like ceramic display. Were, were mm-hmm. they like the the painted horses? The um, painted ceramic or no? Not like, like those ones that they sell at Hallmark. That's a oh, specific artist. Okay, not okay, those. okay. I do like those though. Um, no, these are actually like merry-go-round horses, like you know, with On the, the pole. pole. Yes. Oh, okay. And they would be in like a snow globe or in a music box. She mm-hmm. used to pick those out for me. I did like those. Well, you did but... have some snow globes as yes, and I as did well. have, but they were all ones that people had purchased purchased for, me. for you. Again, yeah. I think once I grew up, I never like collected anything yeah. other than stamps and coins. And half the time, yeah. I get those from other people. People are like, "Oh, you collect stamps? Here's some stamps." <laughs> See, like, <laughs> I know I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I had yeah. Uh, something similar like that. You were talking about people, your aunt buying you stuff, like um. My cousin, she would always buy me these things, these little angel things called dream sickles. Do y'all know who what those are? They're oh, like a kind of little like Hallmark Hallmark store. Yeah, I think they came from like the Hallmark store, or there was like a store in Wichita Falls that everybody liked to shop at. That's no longer there, called Coach House Gifts, oh, and yeah. it, it was <laughs> like um. Yeah, it was like these little angels doing different things, it's like showing like their the butt, precious, kind of like precious moments. moments. Yeah, very. Yeah. yeah, not. But they didn't have like the big weird eyes like precious moments did. But yeah, very similar. Yeah, little I think angel. I had a bunch of those yeah, too. You did, yeah, <laughs> little angel fig. Yeah, figurines, and like she would get me one every Christmas. Well, that every you know, birthday. Kristen was talking about the. The, the snow globes and the stuff that people bought, it reminded me that somebody started me on a small collection of music boxes. And I did for a while have a, a but I never bought a single music box. Mm-hmm. They were all things that people had bought for me. And I loved them. Um, I still have a couple of them, but not a collection by any means. But yeah, I forgot about that one. There's there's a lot of, I, I say that I don't collect things. You talk about books. Yeah. I do collect books. There is a, I think there is a defining line between a collection mm-hmm. and and a large um, hoarding of books. Not hoarding. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like no. we're like we're talking about the the craft supplies or the books or whatever. Yeah. An affinity it, to acquire a, a acquisition of those oh, things. Yeah. Um. So yes, I do have a lot of books. I, in fact, just this week, I cleaned out um, all of my my books. Well, I say this week I cleaned it out. It's been in my bookshelf has been empty since we did the remodeling earlier um, at the start of the year. And so as I was putting my books back, I went through them, called them, and I have all these boxes of books that are going bye bye. So um, I had just been hoarding books mm. <laughs> because um, I would read them and I'd just put them on the shelf instead of get rid of them. I, I started and, passing them to Kristen. <clears throat> well, and that's what I've, I've decided <laughs> to do is, is to pass them yes, away. Yes, yes, I remember. But the ones that I've kept are um, either something I would read again. Yeah, that's what I had or, to do also. Or they are classic what is considered classic literature. Now those, now that, that would be a collection. That yeah. is a collection. And they, you know, they're old printings and um, they're always in hardback. They're not in paperback. And so that is a collection. I but if I just those, buy yeah. a lot of books to read, that is not a collection. That is yeah. just 
hoarding books, which is what most of my fiction was. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I do. I, I have two sets of books then. I have, mm-hmm. like, my dictionary collection. I have old poetry book collection mm-hmm. that I have that I don't really read because I don't want to mess up the right. pages. And then I have, like, a um, Shakespeare collection. Mm-hmm. So... And then, of course, I have a ton of paperbacks and stuff like that. Well, and we we also, for a time, collected shot glasses. So um, when we moved, well, I guess probably when we lived at the other house, I had bought a few, um, you know, just to drink from. But we had, um, you know, they came from various vacations or whatever. We just bought them so that we could do tequila shots or whatever it was we wanted to do. And then when we moved into this current house, I have an actual wet bar built into the house. And so we wanted to stock the bar with all the appropriate glassware. And so we just started buying shot glasses from, you know, everywhere we went. That was our souvenir from every trip. I bought a shot glass. Well, and then it gets to the point where you don't have enough cabinet space for all the shot glasses. So we had to start kind of letting them go and so forth. So... Um, I do have a collection of those. Some of them are meaningful. Most of them are just tchotchkes from from trips, and and I really don't care about them. Um, but that's, you know, we do things like that. And I've actually started uh, a different collection that I actually do collect, which is ornaments. So now instead of buying the shot glasses when we go on a trip, I will look for a unique Christmas ornament to commemorate every trip. So every new place that we go to or whatever, I will um, buy a new Christmas ornament. And I, if it doesn't have um, the date on it, I usually write the date on it in a pen or something. And um, Jason's parents, yeah, they do that. And and I do it with other things too. If we have meaningful moments, um, when my husband launched his uh, Sonic Biscuit. Um, Endeavor, which is his one of his musical um, recording label um, that he opened, he had a he re-released an old album of his from his Asparagus Nightmares days, and uh, on the cover of that album was uh, an old like black and white television or something like that. Uh, I, maybe it wasn't black and white. It was I an old remember. tube TV. It was an old tube TV. And so when I was shopping one day in the, at Christmas, I saw an ornament that was an old tube TV. So I bought it that year and wrote on the back of it, you know, to commemorate his opening of, of Sonic Biscuit Records. And when we launched Modern Musings last year, at Christmas, we were at a, a decorator's warehouse where they had a lot of ornaments, and there was a cute little laptop there with a white screen on it. And I thought, I know exactly what I'm going to do with that. So I bought the ornament, and then I printed off the Modern Musings logo and put it right in the middle of that laptop to commemorate the launch of Modern Musings mm-hmm. that year. So all of my all of that collection is very meaningful. Um, I have a lot of ornaments, but they're they all have individual meanings and I can probably tell you where every one of them came from. Um, so that, that is a collection that I have yeah. and I have had other collections, but most of them I either outgrew or, you know, I, I decluttered. Right. Well, you know, like when I was in high school, I loved kiss. So 
My mom, in her obsession, decided to become obsessed with Kiss, so she would buy every teen bead or whatever rock and roll magazine that had Kiss in it. And then she proceeded to cut out all the articles and all the pictures of Kiss and put them in these, you know, photo albums. So I have this huge collection. It's actually in storage right now because I don't know what to do with it. But, um, and then we also had NASCAR uh, for a while. My husband and I were into NASCAR. So we collected a few NASCAR things. And then my mom added to that. And we had (laughs) all these little NASCAR tchotchkes. And they're Mm -hmm. also in storage. So that's one of the reasons I was excited to talk about collections. Because I want to know when... When, when is it is okay it, to get yeah. rid of those things? When, when are you done? Yeah. When are you done? What do you do with they, it? You know, personally, I, I think that um, it's the act of the chase that makes collecting fun mm-hmm. and appealing for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like my husband, he likes to go look for antiques at the junk stores and stuff like you know you very rarely find that but we have found things like silver platters and stuff i wouldn't call those antiques but you know things that are a little bit more of value yeah and he he likes to look for um sports and um music memorabilia yeah at um thrift stores and yard sales he likes that because it's the act of the hunt it's not necessarily just the acquiring of the thing um but he doesn't have like a defined like collection he just likes to collect things so there's the collection and then there's that act of collecting so that's <laughs> right, where like yeah. that kind of debate comes in it's not as fun when someone gives it to you right. um yeah and, and i think that's where maybe i never got that tendency to collect things because it was always given to me because mm-hmm. of my grandmother's tendency to like overpower that you could not tell her that you were into something because she would almost she would buy spoil every, it she would yeah. buy everything anything, she ever saw. and it would be like anything from like the dollar store to finger hut you know she would just good bad otherwise cheap Mm -hmm. everything yes yeah and that was i think that was part of her ocd yeah so um yeah almost like a gotta catch them all kind of thing a completionist mentality yes and i think that's where you have the the different types of collections too you have the complete set type of collection Mm -hmm. where so yes i do collect Anne rice and uh you know like i like to collect her novels i don't have all of them but i want to acquire every single one Or like the stargate um series i think yes yeah i collect the um dvds for those i mean i can watch it on netflix but i like to own the dvds because it is and you don't want a partial favorite you want all of them right so i enjoy acquiring them i'm not going to go out and invest you know $200 and buy them all at once I like to buy them one at a time it's fun and exciting to acquire Mm -hmm. them Um, so I think for some people they might have like a little bit of a a negative connotation with collections if they have always been like forced on them right right it's not as fun when someone gives me a stamp that they got on their mail because I collect used stamps and new stamps um 
so for me, it, I like the used stamps that other people find for me because to me that just means that they're thinking of me. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet thought. Yeah. Um, but for me, when I get a letter in the mail, the excitement of there being a stamp, because I never get letters in the mail, and when there is one of a right. stamp I've never had before, it's it's a nice little moment of excitement, and I keep it. Well, mm-hmm. and I think it, it, it goes, too, to if you're collecting something specific and you have, like, a list of, um, say, maybe you want first edition... Stephen King novels. Yes. yes. Then if someone finds a hard that, find for you yeah yeah oh the, yeah and that's they cool. give you that then you're excited about it but if yeah, they're but just buying you stephen king novels yeah, because you like stephen king yeah then it, it doesn't fit in it, your collection right it kind of is like yay thanks you know well i'll totally <laughs> accept a weird funky teapot or a toby you know but like um i'm you know i mean i'll still accept like a flower teapot but mm. You know, I don't know how long. I can't guarantee how long I'm going to keep it, especially if I right. run out of room. Well, and I think that's one of the caveats that goes with collecting is that you should be able to, as I said, curate that collection right. to your own satisfaction. Yes. So you add something to your collection, and when you have when it has outgrown your pleasure in looking at it, then mm-hmm. I think it's totally okay to Get Disband rid of that. Or yeah. Yes. Sell it. Even, yeah. even if someone gave it to you because you've gotten your enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. If it's just sitting there on the shelf collecting dust and it's yes. not something you absolutely love, then it is really not serving its purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely something that I had to go through when I was downsizing and everything that I looked at, it was like, oh, my mom gave me this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, my mom is still in my memory. Like, I can't keep everything that she right. has ever given me. And I can't keep everything that she kept. And that's one thing that I'm struggling with because I have three storage units worth of stuff that I'm trying to go through of my parents' stuff. And, yes, I mentioned it in a blog a while back. My parents were hoarders. So, I mean, I know my mom collected antiques and stuff like that, but she hoarded them. Right. So, yeah. Well, and that's that's like I said the the like the Kiss collection stuff. There's yeah. I have a lot of stuff there, and the main reason I haven't gotten rid of it is because my mom actually was the one who collected most of it. And mm-hmm. I'm very grateful that she did that when, because I was in high school and, you know, being able to see my favorite rock and roll band all the time, you know, and have that stuff to look back at was awesome. But then it, you know, it becomes a, what do I do with this? Because it's, it's just one of those photo albums with the magnetic pages. So yeah. the paper that's in there is probably ruined and terribly brittle anyway and you know what do I do with it and I keep thinking well maybe I could donate it to you know but I don't even know where you would donate something like that who would want it so right depending on what the the collection is yeah like all that true value is yeah I I have a collection of NASCAR um autographs but you know they're they're old drivers that haven't driven in a long time and they're they weren't like the stature of a Dale Earnhardt or a Richard yeah. Petty or something like that. So, you know, there's probably not a whole lot of fans out there for, you know, 
it, it's I just don't know what you do with those. Yeah, and I, I never really like saw like the whole like collecting autograph thing. Like I never like understood. I mean, I understand it, you know, but like going through my mom's and grandma's stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they have all these autographs from, and I can't even read the name. Like, I don't even know who they are. Yeah. You yeah. know, they never wrote down who oh, they yeah, are. Yeah. Know? yeah so that's it's a like, problem what do too. I do with this stuff? I, I have some of those too, some of those NASCAR drivers, because they're just in an autograph book. And yeah. I never noted it. It's who interesting. It was, so. There's almost like an emotional attachment to that because you know that that person put so much effort into collecting all of those things mm-hmm. that you feel guilty for throwing them away. I know some people have no problem with that. I know that I myself, we were talking about in the clutter bug uh, episode, you know, my popsicle sticks. Um, you know, yeah. I have this weird uh, issue with guilt. I can't throw Because away I either. feel like it it's life it does not have a life i, I just but, had you know, to do it like it i wasted. felt super guilty about exactly. it well see yeah. i my but thing I about had to. my thing about throwing things away is that i look at our massive landfills here mm-hmm. that are just growing bigger and bigger by the day i mean yeah when i moved to the dallas area the only way you could see the landfill is if you drove right past it and now you can see it from miles yeah, it's away. Like, um, it's a mountain. Geolo- it's a it's mountain. A geological mountain. It is. It is. They and call it Mount Louisville. They call yeah. it Mount Louisville, and and it actually is tall enough that it now diverts the weather around it. So see, I learned that in college in my geology class. Yeah. Like it's the only landfill. I think in the United States that does that. Really? Or it was well, at the time. Like it's horrible, like and years I ago. just cannot allow more things to right. go there so and that's so, the problem with collecting is that it um it uh gets people into consumerism mindset because yes. in order to collect those things you have to acquire them by consuming a product that someone is selling yeah. whether it's at a garage sale thrift mm-hmm. store mm-hmm. or it's a brand new product that's coming out um well like cindy said you just have to curate you have to be mindful of what you collect right. if you be don't really selective. want to have and so we, need, we need a better solution for here's, what to do with those things here's some interesting factoid about collecting that you probably never even wanted to know about but uh, you can find this all on wikipedia uh, psychologists have often taken a Freudian perspective when describing why people collect. So obviously there's a lot of um, positive uh, effects of collecting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. it's the act of, um, you know, obtaining something that gives the, you those endorphins, the right? Chase. The yes. chase, oh, yes. Yeah, like yeah. we talked about. But take this for instance. So like when children are really small, um, they, they actually the infant first desires the emotional and physical comfort of something like their baby blanket or mm-hmm. their mother's breast, yes, yes. things like that. So um, it's a part of emotional security. So um, when they were talking about like collecting things, it's something that it, you're actually like... It's, going back it's to that. It's very early, like yeah. root chakra, like very beginning of your developmental mind, right? Um, Freud postulated that collecting stems from unresolved toilet training conflict. Ah, <laughs> oh, interesting. Yes. So, so anal took, retentive, actually, basically. Yes. So yes. that's actually where that... Okay, so he took the stance that the loss of bowel control was traumatic experience. And 
The product from the bells was disgusting and frightening to the child. Therefore, the collector is trying to gain back control of their bowels <laughs> as well as their possession, Ooh. which were long flushed down the toilet. Okay. 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 Which so is... Freud linked object fixation. Mm-hmm. So when to we're talking about like my bathroom. grandmother here who had clearly issues with object fixation right yes yeah she so that's what they're talking about and um he linked that to the anal retentive stage in childhood okay so very just very interesting um i definitely recommend if you're interested in um the psychological um concepts that go along with collecting um not just the social right um then definitely check that out. Yeah, yeah. Can I come at that from a spiritual Absolutely, oh, yes, yes. So, Kristen, do you remember a million years ago when we were in college and we went to visit that witch doctor? Yes. In Leveland, Kristen and I went... And I forgot how we heard about him. but One of we, the other girls in One the of the dorm. other girls. Okay, yeah. So we went with some girls and we visited a witch doctor. And during my session with him, after he read my cards and everything like that, and I was already into tarot and all that kind of stuff anyway, but I always like different perspectives whenever I do stuff like that. And he was very interesting. And I remember the things that he said to me and it's been like 20 years probably so oh yeah i yeah, definitely i remember my experience with him as well yes so he um he read my cards and uh he asked me he was like um after he read my cards and everything and he asked me he was like do you collect this uh, certain type of thing like um asian imagery like uh because a lot of my teapots are very Asian and mm-hmm. have like Asian letters and mm-hmm. everything like that. And I said, yes. Why? And he goes, well, that is from one of your past lives. Huh. Oh. Interesting. So he, and he yeah. explained to me that um, the things that you collect have to do with your past lives. Hmm. Interesting. So if you believe in past lives and... Um, I don't know, maybe you were a postman in a past life. I'm not really sure. <laughs> but, um, like, I do like Asian type stuff. And he told, and he went on this whole thing about, because he did a reading on past lives about how I was Asian in a past life. I don't know how many lifetimes ago that was. But um, because I like to collect stuff like that, that's part of my aesthetic, the very, uh, very Zen like stuff. It's something that was in my past life. Interesting. Interesting. Mine mine actually, my uh, stamps and coins are because my grandfather, Virgil, um, okay, so he you, had memory. stamps and coins and mm-hmm. he would pull them out whenever I'd go spend the night at their house, um, you know, because those were my older grandparents um, on my dad's side of the family. They were... I was like the baby and all my cousins were like 10 and 20 years older than me yeah, <laughs> or something yeah. like that. So, well, I'm not you know, when I went to like their house, they didn't have toys and, back and to past lives. they didn't have movies and stuff. So we would look at coins and stamps yeah. well, <laughs> and I enjoyed that a lot. I enjoyed looking at my grandfather's coins mm-hmm. as well. I thought, you know, that cause he would, he would get 
mint coins, you know, and they would be in the little plastic case, mm-hmm. never been touched by human hands. And, and, you know, and I was just fascinated with them because they were so shiny and mm-hmm. there were so many different ones. And I love those. Yeah. And I, I actually have a small coin collection. Like when the 50 States quarters came out, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I started I collecting too. those and, um, and, and they're fun. And my son collected coins for a long time because he loved he just loved money, but he started collecting the coins too. So I have a small, I don't, I wouldn't even call it really a collection. I just, you know, if I see him, I hang on to him. So I, I actually have a big penny jug. bank jug yeah. full of, full of coins, you know, like wheat pennies. Yeah. Usually it's wheat pennies and the 50 states quarters. So yeah, that's what I yeah. save. I just get Buffalo nickels and, mm-hmm. and wheat pennies. I'm really looking for anything that's prior to 1962 yeah. or whatever year it is when they changed the, yeah. um, and you know, I probably whatever. won't ever sell them or any, you know, they're not worth, they're not worth selling, you know, they're because they've been in circulation me, and, and they're and all a that. pleasant yeah. surprise. They, Both yeah, of those, when I get change, which is rarely never. And if I look in my change and I find a wheat penny, I'm just like, woohoo. You know, it just yeah, makes me happy yeah, for like a yeah. second. <laughs> wow. There's still one out there floating around somewhere. That I, and, been... just, and I'm like, how did someone spend this? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. some people don't care. And then, yeah. you know, like guess, some people, yeah. like I, I definitely collect cool stuff like that too. Uh, can I go back to like the past Absolutely. life thing for just a second? I did a quick Google search and it's actually called cellular memory. Oh, okay. Oh. I've heard of that before. Yeah. yeah it's a it's, habit to do something that it's like uh, your mind and body remember that. Yes. So it's a comfort. So it goes So for like, it. yeah, subconscious desires and likes. Um and it's part of like a, it's part of like the signs of a past life, huh. kind of like deja vu and unusual memories. Like we, if you see something and you're very familiar with, and you start collecting it, it's a cellular memory. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, we can move on. I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> well, that is, I decided that is to an look interesting it up for... look at it, you know. And uh, I like looking at things from all the different angles, and because you never know what's going to resonate, um, you know, with yeah. you or with one of our listeners or whatever. So, like I say, I I say I I don't have any collections, but I do have some little collections. But then. I'm not really avidly collecting either. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's. I think that's just a different personality type. Some people yeah. enjoy the act of the hunt, finding yeah. those things. Yeah. And, and then others like to just have them stumble across right. them and other mm-hmm. people. Like I don't go to the bank and give them a $5 bill and ask for a bunch of rolls of coins. Now, one of my friends who also is a very avid coin collector and we did it together all my coins are in a jar. They're not in any fancy thing. She has books and she's collecting the different mints and she would go to the bank and get $20 worth of pennies and we would bust them open and it was so fun. It was fun I need to talk to your friend because I inherited my dad's money collection. So I'm kind of curious. It it really is a lot of fun to go through. And I think it is. It's the hunt. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember uh, when Stephen was young, he was collecting coins, uh, I think he started with pennies, didn't he? I don't remember. No, I thought his was the state coins also. Well, he had the state coins on the big map, mm-hmm. but I was thinking that he had some pennies that, that granddad 
That was you that had the pennies? Okay, see, I don't, I get my yep. kids all nope, mixed those up. Those are mine. But yeah, <laughs> a big, a big jar of them um, that granddad had given, and and it was fun to just sort through them yeah. and look yeah, at. Yeah, sometimes and, I just pull them out and I look at them and then I dump them back in yeah. the thing. <laughs> no, these were these weren't even old coins. They were just the ones I was thinking of were like some that were given. I thought it was to Steven. It was, there was, it was just a bunch of coins that had, like he'd take his change out of his pocket. And throw oh yeah. It. No, I did not get those. Yeah. That was Steven. And he, it, and it was a coffee can just full of, Oh, okay. granddad would take no, his change out of his pocket. No, he gave me like his walking half dollar and. Oh no, 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 no. This was a loose can of, of loose coins. And then we would sit and just go through them and put them in the books, you know, to oh, see yeah. what. It's kind of fun. It, yeah, it is. It I was. think it in that really aspect of collecting, it's an activity that, yes. um, you know, it's kind of like putting a puzzle together. Yes. Yeah. And, I was actually yeah. thinking the same thing. It's very similar. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. think that's where, like, my husband, Travis, he enjoys it because it's the hunt for him. Uh-huh. He likes to do metal detecting, and he is just so adamant that he's going to find, like, some really fancy <laughs> or something you know, really antique cool. yeah. jewelry or something, and that it's going to be like, wow, the find. You know, yeah. for him, it's acquiring it, the, the action of like it. People that go rock hunting. Oh, well, diamond yes. digging. We went yes. diamond digging. <laughs> yeah, oh, we were just digging in a big pile of dirt. But it was fun. It was the act of it. For yeah. me, you know, since I'm not like actively you know, like collecting anything except for my coins and my stamps. And I, that's really like at Christmas time is like the height of the year. <laughs> I get yeah. like three, you know. But, uh, you know, I'm not um, – looking at the post office every week to see what the new stamps are right or anything like that i i know that there are people that do that and you can actually go online and like and buy them order them ahead of time you know and and some people will scour ebay i was about to say for the coolest new teeth teapot or whatever some people collect um i might be i might do that occasionally well you know i found my ben franklin yeah, estate sales, things like mm-hmm. that, you know, antique stores. Okay, yeah, um, and we were talking about depression glass and stuff. That's my thing to do is go I got, antiquing. I got schooled earlier today because I thought that all of that type of glassware was depression glass. <laughs> and mom told me, no, there's milk glass, depression glass, carnival glass, moon and stars. <laughs> and and I'm see, like, and I knew oh. all this, and actually. See, now I'm like, it's registered in my mind. Like you're and thinking I'm, like all I the go glass I see. Because I actually <laughs> do. When I see those like to me if i see that at, at a garage sale or a thrift store now, that I stuff buy those. is worth money exactly. the carnival glass especially is worth yeah my and my mom collected that stuff too yeah so i do technically i do and that is something i'm actively acquiring but i don't go shopping for it like i could go on ebay and buy a whole truckload of miscellaneous carnival glass if i wanted to right but yeah i don't i want it to be something special one item and i may see one at an estate sale and go no yeah, i don't the, want the that hunt one. yeah yeah and it's fun the act of finding yeah. them and then they go on display they are pretty neat but sometimes well, it's just the fun part of finding them mm-hmm. well uh how i got my ben franklin was i actually saw him in a store in mckinney called the groovy coop which is kind of like an antique slash witchy slash hippie type store Mm. which is really cool if y'all are ever in mckinney y'all should check it out readers also i mean listeners haha so um 
I saw the Ben Franklin and I'm like, hmm, I bet there's more than one of those out there because it was kind of pricey. So I was like, I'm going to go on eBay and see if I can (laughs) bid me a Ben Franklin and not have to pay $50 for it. Did you get it for less? Oh, man, I got it for like... 15. Oh, nice. Yeah. I know. And and like I waited and waited and waited. And it was the last teapot that I like really actively tried to re- acquire. <laughs> I haven't really been looking since. And that was uh, probably about a year ago. But um, yeah, definitely I'm curating them now. So yes, I waited and waited for Ben. And the day I got him, I was so excited. And then... Um, he go Ben goes perfectly with this um, Ben Franklin jug that I have, so I have them sitting right next to each other, <laughs> and I know I'm weird. <laughs> I, you know, people have different things they collect, and uh, you know, who who is anybody to judge what anybody else collects? Because it's whatever brings you joy, and I've seen some weird things out there. My husband had a collection of salt shakers for a while. And, uh, yeah, there was some people that do that. There was some pretty weird salt shakers. Um, you know, so, you know, there's everybody, everybody who collects has different things they collect and different reasons for collecting them. And, um, I, I just think it's cool. It's kind of fun to talk about the things and Mm -hmm. yeah, my boyfriend collects nightmare before christmas oh yeah like anything nightmare before christmas Mm -hmm. he he loves that movie you know there's like people that collect hello kitty or Mm -hmm. pusheen or you know whatever lol dolls Uh, raina's lol collection yes (laughs) yes well now she collects rubber duckies oh because they have different rubber duckies you know Uh they're not all just little yellow duckies now they have like bikinis and Mm -hmm. military and a police officer one so she collects uh different looking rubber duckies she's obsessed with those (laughs) i saw a shakespeare rubber ducky on um when i was making my christmas list i saw on amazon if she knew who shakespeare was she's probably 11 yeah she'd (laughs) probably like it because it's a rubber ducky yeah she's like oh weird looking guy that's a rubber ducky yeah she's got some weird ones i'm like that is the weirdest looking thing put that back i'm tired of looking at it yeah she has some weird ones that we've gotten in like vending machines and stuff. Well, I think that's all for today. Um, I mean, we've really touched on all different angles of collecting. I'm sure there's a lot more that uh, we could add to the discussion. So oh, I would sure love if you night. have any if you have yes. any ideas what I could do with my kiss magazines and or if you'd like to buy them (laughs) yes yes if you're into kiss please buy them (laughs) (laughs) so come check us out on our um, modern musings chat on facebook that's mmc chat Um, also make sure that you stop by and check out our blog because there's always a lot more content right on the blog yeah give us a rating wherever you're listening to us from give us a rating let us know that you are listening because I know the, our listeners are out there. Give us a rating. Send us a message. So make sure you go and check out our blog because we do each add our own content, our own perspectives too. We would love for you to come check us out yeah. at modernmusings.net. Yeah, because if you're only listening, then you're you're missing out on half of the conversation. Yeah. More than half yeah. of the conversation. Yes. So yeah. yes. 
Well, we want to give a special thanks to Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our equipment and our awesome, awesome music for the podcast. We hope y'all are loving that yeah, music, Yeah, we hope too. you like it. We sing it at home all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> just I'll be driving down the road and it comes into my head. But we want to say thank you to those uh, guys for helping us out with that. And, um, of course, for our listeners. Because without you guys, it would just be the three of us talking into microphones for no reason. <laughs> mm. Which we would do anyway. We would do anyways, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so we talk all the time. Next yeah. week... We have a interesting new uh, conversation that we'll be discussing. We're going to talk about what is paganism. Um, I know a lot of people have different ideas of what paganism is or what they consider to be pagan. And we're going to open up that conversation and see if we can um, open our minds a little bit or... Um, learn a little bit. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that one because it's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. And, um, and that's what we're talking about next week. We'll catch you around. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 bye.